Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 270. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off road again, Andy. Sure. Yep. I'm here. Thanks for tuning Hit the I can talk. Button, share with a friend. And yes, Andy can talk much better than he could in the intro to the sports pod. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get into. Um, starting things out with uh, something you probably never have owned yet is widely influential on the world has been around Ooh, 2001. There is a riddle. Yes. And uh, is about to run dry. What, uh, what do you think I'm talking about? They canceled the iPod. Yeah, almost 400 million sold as of 2014. That's where that stat ends for some reason on yeah. the form I found. Uh, they're discontinuing it and uh, as of today. So it's while supplies last. Um, I don't anticipate any of these last you know, ones to sell to be worth anything. Yeah. But if you have the original iPod, I bet that that's uh, going to be worth something. I'm picturing uh, Steve Ballmer holding the Zune, just yeah. fucking laughing right now. Like, <laughs> I knew this day would come. Do they still sell Zune? No, they stopped selling Zunes two weeks in. <laughs> I yeah. had a Zune. I had, they, yeah, they were great. They played video before iPod. Exactly. Like, hey, that's a good idea. We'll just do that too. They also looked like the Simpsons TV kind of. Like I had the brown one. Okay, yeah. Like that's the easiest way to describe that as yeah. the Simpsons TV. People get it, yeah. Um. And that's why I like to school. I could yeah. put my movies on this two and a half inch screen. It's yeah. widescreen too. Could you imagine watching like Christopher Nolan would explode? He'd just yeah. blow up. <laughs> hey, I'm going to watch Tenet on this and just. <laughs> I think somehow in the uh, Tenet, you know, uh, coding it, it'll self-destruct if you, if you even attempt yeah. that. Yeah, probably built it into it. Uh, but yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, I guess. I don't know who iPods were for at this point. Like maybe if you're going to jail or something or like your kid is six and Eastern Europe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, everyone has just an iPhone obviously, or, or something of the sort. Uh, or they have four iPhones, you know, I mean, People I keep their old phones a lot of times. And I have two, I have four. Technically I have two yeah. iPhones, an iPad and an Apple watch, all of which are connected to cellular. I mean, that's another thing is, People don't use, I mean, people do still use iTunes, but I mean, everything became a subscription service. Now they keep um, saying, uh, you know, the nerd sphere, the WWDC conference, that's like the coding stuff for Apple is next month. And that's one of the rumors is they're going to finally shut down iTunes. Well, They've been saying that for music. five years. Yeah. Um, You'll still be able to buy things, I'm sure. It won't be completely sub- subscription based, but why have iTunes as a, as a software? Just have it. Well, on. it'll still be on your phone. Yeah. Um, I just don't think like the plugging in and all that kind of stuff and, you know, sliding a playlist into your phone, so to speak, will happen anymore. Like I haven't plugged my phone into my computer in eight years, probably. Really? Well. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, my computer, I literally only use it for this, Andy. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, pretty neat. That thing started it all. Um, I remember I hated the iPod when it first came out. I was a CD player guy. Yeah. I remember I was like, I only need 13 songs at any given time. Why am I going to give them to these nerds walking around with 61 songs? I don't need that. <laughs> I quickly caved and I think I got an yeah. iPod mini after my Zune because um, it was less expensive. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think when the last time I had a dedicated music player. I probably kept that Zune for a while. But like, when did you just switch to phones permanently? Well, I got the yeah. iPhone 1, which I still have that. Yeah, but it it was, beat it wasn't enough, there wasn't enough like capacity for... Mine was an 8 yeah. gig, Andy. That was a big deal. That's, yeah, it's pretty small. It was 4 or 8. Those were your options. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, they had those commercials. Those were very important. Yeah, people. the Vertigo mm-hmm. song playing. Yeah. And they're like silhouette. And I remember the uh, the Steve Jobs movie with uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Where yeah, his the very end of it, his daughter's like, listen to a CD player. Yeah. That's he's the, like, uh, I'm going to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And now it's dead already. So remember he's, CD? he's been dead. So yeah, oh, Andy. CD players, like it was like a, you know, the nice ones had the, uh, like anti skip if you were to mm-hmm. be running or anything like that it would not skip yeah yeah there's so many cool outfits designed around a cd player and headphones that just you can't do anymore like oh yeah they know, made they sweatshirts just... that had like the hole for the headphones to go up through the yeah. pocket now you just have to wear uh beats that's how you're cool i'm just always picturing like kevin durant walking into the nba arena yeah always wearing the biggest headphones imaginable. He's walking, you know, 13 seconds. <laughs> got to put yeah. on my headphones. They pay me to wear these. Yeah. I got a, uh, I got an alert from Verizon the other day for the AirPod Pros, the over ear ones, the big ones. And it was like $100 off the never AirPod Pros. Like, I got to oh. look this up. I have never seen these. They look like the headphones from like when you would go to computer lab in elementary school. Like but that weird plastic. Well, they're, you know, metal or whatever, but um, you'll understand. They come in the fun colors. And it was still $450 after that $100 off. It's like, good God. Like, Even if I could, like, I, I could never treat myself to that incredibly expensive headphone. Oh, yeah. these They look pretty cheap, but that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they must sound amazing. Does Dr. Dre like personally guarantee all these or something? What's going on? Yeah, I'd grab some under the hood. How is it so expensive? Who knows? A thousand margin yeah, or something. I, w- I don't think I'd be into it. But yeah, that's a little trip down memory lane. And uh, the thing that started it all, Andy, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, Apple computers would have been dead otherwise. Like you yeah. wouldn't have MacBooks and shit like that. We might not even have Pixar. No. No, so you really love Lightyear? You wouldn't wouldn't be there. Yeah, Wally Wally would be dead. Yeah, although we're going the route of Wally, uh, which is a kind of a good transition to our next story. Uh, this happened right after the night we were recording, so it's pretty old now. But uh, Dave Chappelle, he was in the news as a crazy person tried to not tried to got up on stage and tackled him. Yeah, but then didn't actually use their uh, their weapon. Their, their, the coolest weapon I've ever seen in my life. That Yeah, it looks like something. If you were a kid, you would have that. It would obviously be plastic. Yeah. Uh, but like, I remember I had a knife, a toy knife that was a spring loaded. So if you pretended to stab someone, it would go into the handle. Yeah, it's like a prop knife or something. It was yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like, ha ha ha. Come over here, doc. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> it was so awesome. This a little more not awesome i guess that knife that i had was well it also looked like something like um it would be like oh this is actually just an elaborate bottle opener you know it's like yeah look like no no i think pops out a knife i don't know it should shoot a knife 
get that at the army Navy store or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah so you kind of brushed over this on, uh, or touched on this in the sports podcast. Uh, explain the situation here, Andy. Uh, people just in general don't know how to be in public and things anymore. Just people have kind of like lost their minds. So um, it was, it was actually way worse last year during the playoffs. If you remember uh, just people always throwing shit at people like uh, Kyrie Irving got hit by like popcorn or something. Um, but it's continued that this fan year through that beer onto Ron Artest. God, well, that was a while ago, but yeah, oh. these kinds of incidents just kept happening. And uh, I guess it's happening more and more in concerts and stand up comedy shows too. We're just, People are like, what are you going to do? I'm just going to, I'm just going to do what I want and just get up on stage. So is um, this happening in other countries or is this kind of specific oh, to America? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we know. Cause it's not like a there. big enough news story where like, I doubt Australia was talking about this, right? Or is it a big enough news story? Cause I don't, would we hear about it if this happened in Austria? I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, because what it boils no. down to, in my mind, is Americans, A, don't know how to behave, period. It's like in Beer Fest, you know, have your Zimas and punch each other silly. Uh, D, are just too used to the Twitter world where they're like just going to be a dick to you because they don't see you. But then when you f- flip them into real world, they're still in Twitter mode. And then yeah. G, I'm doing kind of the buzz thing from Home Alone there, if you didn't catch that. Uh, everyone's just a drunken fool half the time. Well, I, this can't have been a drunken thing. This guy was premeditated. He brought in a knife gun on purpose. I mean, who doesn't um, walk around town with a knife gun? Yeah, you always want to be especially in threaten. L.A. You have to defend yourself. There's it's Wild yeah. West, Andy. There's no law there. You don't want to shoot anyone, but you want to make it look like you could. Yeah. But if they do rush you, that you are still not left defenseless. I'm so it's stab a, you with my gun. It's the perfect uh, weapon, I think. Uh, totally responsible this guy didn't stab anyone so i guess he's uh was being really responsible i i don't know i don't know if we still haven't even really know what this was about some people are like oh well uh people don't like Chappelle because of the no, uh, last so special but he, there's no evidence of that he's just a crazy man right what i heard on a, a news story was that this guy said he wanted to raise awareness about his grandmother get, getting kicked out of her home due to gentrification Okay. Oh, because Chappelle was involved in something like that. Uh, he like that would make more down. sense. I didn't know that. Well, it was very. It was like Chappelle owns a bunch of land in rural Ohio or something, uh, and he like went to their city council meeting to vote down uh, uh, a, a housing project. And people were like, "Fuck you, you rich asshole!" Now you're voting down housing for poor people. And he's like, "Well, I own this community because I'm make forty million dollars a day from Netflix." Hey, he's pinball, Andy. Yeah. Sure, I do have to always show respect to anyone from Con Air. That's He's right. worked with Malkovich. <laughs> you think they uh, still talk? I'm sure they do. Certainly Martin Lawrence. Him, what? National, or er, Blue Streak. Okay. Um, yeah, just a weird weird thing. I mean, I've never seen a knife gun before in that, that form, I would say. I mean, I've seen a bayonet. But it's yeah. a little different concept. Uh, just craziness. I I don't know. I worry. Everything is just going to be like in the movie Roadhouse where there's just fencing everywhere. Or remember when Arcade Fire gave that free concert on the Capitol Records building? I, I don't remember that at all. 
how could you forget that? That was the biggest <laughs> concert of our lives. Yeah. Um, they were like on the roof, but not the big roof. There's a little building next to it, I think, uh, where they're like, you know, two stories up or something. That's what it's going to have to come to because then no one can get to. They're going to have to, you know, just mm-hmm. elevate the stage 15 more feet. Yeah, just build a cage around everyone. Be nice. So yeah. roadhouse or just an, a double stage. Yeah, or I'm picturing, I believe it was the end of uh, the film Airheads, where, the, where they're in jail. Where, where they're in jail, and so they had to still perform from jail. I believe Another that Steve Buscemi movie right there. Look at that. Yes, of course. Um, you could just do that. Just get that same setup. Um, so we're theoretically all in jail on the outside then. Yes. <laughs> because we can't be trusted to keep our hands to ourselves. We're all freaks. Yeah, I mean, as we haven't had anyone tackle Dave Chappelle about um, dead chickens yet, so uh, I guess that's yeah. coming next. No one's trying to glue glue themselves yeah, just to you Chappelle's wait, Andy. knee or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the whole thing was crazy. Where Chris Rock came out was like right there. Yeah, and he's like, "Is that Will Smith?" Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing too. Like people for a hot minute were like mad that they beat this kid up well yeah when they, you see the picture it's like what the fuck how do you do that they like completely destroyed his arm good <laughs> like, like, God damn. you know what how that doesn't happen don't rush the stage yeah maybe that's the that's the other um way to get this done is have like nine security guards and, and just have the picture of that kid like, this is what's gonna happen don't do it well you also need to stop having security guards pretending they're more like specific like high up security than they are you see those two guys come running out and their goddamn wingtips just slide like they're on ice skates i did not i did not see that part of the, the video. first no, no, no. thing they're trying to tackle this guy they just slip they're not wearing nikes they have no rubber on those shoes stop you know they're doing that because they want everyone to think oh he's fancy security like he's he's the guy that security talks to he tells them what to do like no you're the guy that's supposed to go tackle him Come in in a steel-toed shoe. Then you're ready to roll. Or maybe have someone dress up as Liam Neeson at all these events. Oh. And you just see, he's like, is that Liam Neeson? Oh, fuck. And he's just whispering into people's ears. Not doing shit. And you're just, yeah, it's not happening. You'll know when you're, when you're about to strike, like two minutes before you do. So. That's that's a good idea, actually, to have Liam Neeson lookalikes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of them out keep, there. Keep the people in line. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea, Andy. All right, well, let's move on. Um, I don't have a whole lot other uh, of other stuff here. Tell us about Jimmy Volvano and uh, Ray Romano. So Jimmy V is a famous historical figure in sports. He coached, I believe it was NC State, uh, big Cinderella team to the finals in some like 1982 or something. Uh, super inspiring guy. Really, everyone loved him. Uh, and then he then he got cancer and made this great speech about you know fighting to live on and there was this foundation so he's a very important guy. Um, I've seen his speeches, you know every every year they'll show something about him and just uh, he's lived on. You know he's been dead for thirty years now, but his message lives on. And uh, now they're going to make a movie about him starring uh, Ray Romano, which makes good sense um, physically. I think there's a little. Uh, 
little resemblance, so that's cool. And you know, I like to see Ray Romano do more things. He's like, yeah, you don't see him often. His post sitcom career has been good. He's good in everything he does. The Irishman, and he doesn't do that much. Yeah, so it's just nice to you know see him. Like, hey, that's a good good choice for this movie. So um, why didn't he ever pop up on uh, someone feed Phil? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just not that close. I don't know. Because um, that'd be entertaining. Or he just like doesn't, yeah, want to do it. Maybe he doesn't like food that much. Yeah, he's not a big eater. Yeah. He's Italian, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like his mom would bring over meals and he'd complain, right? I know yeah. it's a show, but. <laughs> That's got to be a hell of a win, right? <laughs> yeah, it's based on his life, right? They're all based on their lives. I mean, Tim Allen was a real life uh, host of a public access home improvement show, I think, before he was on the show. Um, all those shows are based on our lives, right? Yeah, and he also ran a yeah. outdoor store. Sure, yeah, that's they. That's what that you had to do. That they're like, okay, you're a famous comedian. We're gonna do a show. Well, you got to base it on what your real life is. So. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you know, do what you know. So I just assume, yeah, Ray Romano lived across the street from his parents, and they were annoying, and he had a very tall brother. Yeah, uh, that's just why would he got, lie about any got of this? Gored. Yeah. Um. And the, you know what? Just give me more basketball movies. I'm I'm fine with it. I I really I think the basketball is pretty solid on the Lakers show. Uh we got um the Adam Sandler thing coming next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just like keep I think basketball plays well on movies more than like other sports. Like how do you do football in movies cuz it's like you can have the people really hit, you know? And like can I would I ever really believe that James Vanderbeek could play quarterback? No. But I could see a lot of people playing basketball. So Yeah, but the hard thing there is it's very easy for someone who knows and understands basketball to tell when someone who's pretending to play basketball. Well, they're doesn't. doing a they're doing a better job with this now. Um you know, I love Wesley Snipes, but that we just wouldn't get away with that in these days. So uh, he was not the uh, greatest basketball player I've ever seen. Yeah. Um but a phenomenal actor, played the role beautifully. So, um, but I think the, back yeah, anytime. Yeah. I think the quality of basketball in movies and shows is better now, probably, and it's better than other sports. Well, yeah, we uh, we look for more Ray Romano, and uh, maybe he'll make a basketball movie. Yeah, he is. That's the that's the story. <laughs> He's a basketball coach. Yeah, and, well, maybe it maybe it'll happen, Andy. And I assume it's not going to be just him. Eating Italian food or something. Because <laughs> we already have established he doesn't like food. So yeah. Every character he plays can't like food either. Yeah. Well, that'll... Uh, I'm sure we'll have more on that. It looks like it's just in development right now. So it's coming. But slowly. Yeah. All right, Andy. We have a few movie trailers. You ready for these? Uh, Father of the Bride, the remake. Andy Garcia is George Banks. I I don't think he is. I think it's a new character. Um, you know, this is the third remake, or I, or I guess the second remake, the third version. Yeah. That the original version was from like 1950. Yeah, 1950 on the nose. I would never have guessed that. I mean, that's such an original idea. I, I, maybe. I don't know. Um, do we, did we, need, do we need this movie? Absolutely not. Like, it's not even... It almost seems racist and it's, you know, it's hard for me as a white guy to really 
judge whether something is racist or not, but it's like, we need this movie, but we also need to play up the racial difference. Otherwise it doesn't make any sense to do it again, but it also still doesn't make that much sense. And why does like Andy Garcia, like drift between being very ethnic and then very much not. He's versatile. Do you think he likes doing that? Or do you think it's like, I don't know. I think if it helps him get a, a, a paycheck and a role, he'll, yeah, he'll up it up. He'll date his cousin. He doesn't care. It's just, it's very strange to be like, all right, we'll do that movie again, but this time it'll be in Miami. It's like, oh, okay. That's really like a, a hook. Does anyone care that much? I don't know. I think only like Pitbull will probably be like, you have to put me in this movie. I, I didn't see him in the trailer. You'd think he'd be in the trailer if he's going to be. I in couldn't the movie. finish the trailer. I was so yeah. just out, yeah. not interested. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do this, don't you want to, like, bring some character back? You know, like Martin Short. I guess he's like, I'm busy, guys. Like, fuck off. I'm not doing this, but. um, They're not going to want to be involved with this. They have a masterpiece. Yeah. I I own the original. uh, Well, the remake original. They're like, look, we uh, made a sequel. That's good enough for us. Yeah. So. Hey, they made a third one, Andy. Well, they did that COVID thing. What? It's three-ish. It's a short. I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's just them talking on COVID or not. Twenty-five talk, minutes talking on Zoom and shit. It's whatever. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro's in it or something. Like what? What are you doing here? Know. Meet doing the a hit on, He's doing a hit on someone. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, this looks terrible. Um, surely it's just straight to HBO Max. Um, yeah, and really probably bringing- like nineteen people are going to watch this. So. Bringing the brand down. I don't. I don't get it. You guys are doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I like I, when he's helping facilitate a hit on the people who facilitated a hit. What? Like Ocean's Thirteen shit. Okay. I don't think he's playing the same character. Although that would be more interesting. I mean, we know Soder- Soderbergh already has this relationship with HBO Max. He's like, here's my next project. I'm bringing back. The character from Ocean's Eleven, and it's a remake of Father of the Bride. And then Magic Mike shows up, too. I don't need that part, but I'm so in if you can combine those two premises. Premises? You know, they should do things like that. Combine more movies. There's no reason That's why people love Tim Allen's stuff. It's self-aware. Does it come? Oh, because he would you had like Al Borland in or something? Not even that. So, uh, like, when they got canceled because they were a Republican show on ABC, and they came back on Fox, they talked so much shit in the opening, uh, like, monologue of the scene, or dialogue of the scene between the wife and the husband, about, you know, how why would they cancel a good thing? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that. It's hilarious. Yeah. That's why. That's why Tim Allen's always been successful. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. I guess. And now he's Santa for the 50th time. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not the only movie trailer. Uh, Avatar 2 after, I think, it came out the original 1950 uh, Father of the Bride. Same time for the first one, right? It's been a long time in the making. Yeah. Second color movie ever. James Cameron (laughs) revolutionizing movie making by doing things in color. Um, Yeah, it has been a long time. I was thinking about that. Uh, 2009 yeah last night when i saw this trailer i was thinking if you're like 22 like an adult person i'd say 22 it's like you're you're an adult at this point um 
you were like a child. You wouldn't even probably, your parents probably were like, it's too scary for you. You can't see this movie. It's like, it is so old. Uh, there are so many people who have grown up with this movie being not part of their life at all. Don't remember the mania about it. And I'm not going to say it's too late to do it, but it does seem like strange. Like no one, no one's that excited. Are they? I don't know. People were kind of like, Whoa, like there's a a trailer for this. This is, I was never excited for the first one. This is to me, this is the matrix. I don't care. I never saw the first one. So I think, yeah, for me is I missed it is I never saw it in theater. So I didn't see the 3d version. So I think that's like what makes it made a difference, but it, yeah, it didn't didn't do anything for me. And I I think I like James Cameron. I love Terminator One and Two. Uh, True Lies is great, but oh, he's wonderful. I don't know. He's been spending he spent thirty years on these two movies now, and um, what, what do we have? What do we what do we have? I don't know. I don't like even Titanic get it. Two. You know, um, I don't know how the guy now became a blue man or something like the. I mean, it's called Avatar because they were able to like go in a pod and then project themselves into one of the aliens. Um, oh, I didn't know. I thought they were like yeah. in the TV or something. No. So that's how they were able to like, then like spy on them by pretending to be a real alien. But like, then the main character is like, actually the aliens are the good guys. But then he, now he's just an alien. And I'm like, I, I don't even remember. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't get the science. So yeah, I don't know. I don't need but it. There, there were aliens now hanging out with the humans holding machine guns. And there's like a scene with like a big alien. Uh, it comes out of the water, like riding a dolphin or something with a big gun. And I'm like, that's cool. Okay. I'm cool with that. Do that. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Will this movie be any good? Will people care? Um, well, they better this- care. Cause they're still slated for, these yeah. are supposed to come out every two years through 2028. In the trailer, I did not happen to see like Spider Man or Iron Man or anyone, so I don't yeah, know. That's how popular. a big problem. <laughs> yeah, I have to invent some new guy in there. Uh, um, yeah, we're supposed to be uh, enjoying an Avatar every two years until twenty twenty eight, starting now. Yeah, I mean they already filmed them, right? So, so yeah. it's a uh, wait. Is that true? Well, I think they filmed like three of them already. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> just filmed three in a row or something. I don't well, know. That's but necessary because I was also thinking it's like all of these characters are 13 years older, 14 so years older. You don't even need to film Mo- Moses' movie because Moses is just a cartoon. It just, yeah, I guess that's true. So it's like you just film, you film Sigourney Weaver, who was a human in there uh, in the last movie, and I think she's still in it. And they just be like, all right, your, your work is done. Now we're just doing dragons and stuff. I don't know. Uh,. Was it worth the wait? Remember, like he he had ideas for sequels right away, but he's like, the technology isn't there. Yeah, I, need, there. I need to wait. So I like, need I, iPhone 15 to be out. Yeah, that's when we'll be ready. Like, what the fuck is it that? Like, you'll see. <laughs> it's deep R and D. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, this will be for someone. We'll see. Maybe this it, will it be. Look, it did look huge. really nice. It did look really nice. I like. It just looked like they filmed in Fiji. Yeah. All right. Well, the other trailer is uh, for another thing I'm not going to watch. Uh, Westworld season four. What world are they in now? I don't know. I didn't watch. I think they're in New York. <laughs> yeah, I know. The last last thing I saw of it, it was uh, in the real world now. And it's like. And uh, uh, Breaking Bad is in there. Breaking, mm-hmm. I don't remember what Aaron his name Paul. is. Yeah, well, what's his name in Breaking Bad? Jesse. Jesse. He's, yeah. he's in it as a, a crack dealer. 
and um yeah i don't know it's like uh the new jurassic world the the robots are among us so you're you're, you're wondering who's real and who's not it's a big game of clue i think yeah if i could like go into a a chair and upload the last two seasons of the show right into my brain i would probably watch season four yeah. but it's, it's a lot a lot of commitment to watch the whole thing and be like what's going on i liked um, it when it had anthony hopkins yeah that was a cool idea probably should have been like that was a good miniseries thank you exactly um what else do you got uh-huh well they got father of the bride so oh, we yeah. don't have a lot yeah hbo is always looking for something that could last more than two seasons yeah um i shouldn't say that hbo always makes some good stuff they're just not it's yeah. not every day yeah i don't know if t- i don't know have enough time for it all no you got to pick your battles, Andy. That's what yeah. I said, and that's why I didn't finish the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, did you start the staircase? We did, did you... and that's in what I'm watching. Okay, I'm gonna say I, I it's like that's supposed to be great, and I'm like, it's just called the staircase, though. There's no superheroes in it, so I don't know if I'm interested. Yeah, you're out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's no well, moon nights. Yeah, well, every night there's a moon for the most part. Sure, that is that is true. Um, we're going to get into what we've been watching, including the staircase. But before we do, Andy, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? I've got four on here. I have three. Okay. Lead us off. All right. Well, I'll just start with uh, Moon Knight. That's why I referenced it. Oh, boy. It's on my list here. Uh, This is the latest Marvel Disney Plus show uh, wrapped up last week. Six episodes. Um, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke that's the main reason to watch this show I was like I like both of these guys I want to see what they do in this kind of thing I think the show's good but it's not good TV and Marvel doesn't know what to do yet with their shows that they're like well they're just movies right they're long movies there's one interrupt story but like TV TV is a different product you got to have uh, a plots and B plots. You got to have uh, usually an arc to each episode, some sort of resolution. But they're just like it's just a three-hour movie that they cut into six parts, and it's like this is not working. Like I like parts of it, but it's not working as a TV product. So I don't know if they're gonna rethink that whole thing or just say like these are the most watched shows ever. We have a million subscribers today, and just not do anything about it. But um, I'd like to see them try to make some changes and how can you be um, in star Wars and in Marvel? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, you're wasting like Oscar Isaac is like, I'm not coming back. For, there's no season two. Like I didn't, I didn't commit to anything. I did this cause it's short. So goodbye. And it's like, you don't, you don't do that to Marvel, but he can, cause he doesn't give a shit. Um, so I don't know. It's like, you set up this whole character and you'll never see him again. I don't, I don't know. Um, but he's cool, but it, it, it's kind of a derivative of better shows. Uh, took some ideas from better stuff, but they were they were better TV shows. They're better as a. It made more sense as a TV show, where like I said, this is just kind of six parts of a movie. 
Um, and six is just not enough uh, to let a show breathe. Like you got to have slowdown episodes. You got to uh, maybe do some, you do an episode that doesn't move the plot forward at all, but reveal something about the characters. Um, I think we just referenced Breaking Bad. One of the episodes that people always remember was the one where they, the whole episode takes place in the lab and there's a fly in the lab and they have to like try to catch it. And it doesn't advance the plot forward at all, but it's just a, an episode about these two characters, the two main characters. And uh, those things, people remember that kind of stuff, but you can't it's do fun. that. It's creative. You can't do that if you're like, we got to tell this whole story in six episodes. And it's like, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could have written a movie that did basically this entire plot. Uh, and I think it would have been better. So, but it wouldn't have gotten you to go to Disney Plus for six weeks which is the real reason they're doing all these things. That's how they get you. It's like, we'll yeah. do six episodes, that, which means you're stuck for six weeks. I get it for free, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's obviously it's not the only thing on the service either. and um, But that's, so that's the business purpose for the why they're doing these shows is to keep people on the service longer. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, so that's Moon Knight. All right, uh, do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay, so I watched on Paramount the other night, Wrath of Man. Mm. And uh, I'm pretty confused. I don't pay for Paramount, yet I've been able to watch everything on Paramount. What? Well, how do you log into it? <laughs> I'm logged you... in, but I, my subscription is not active. Hmm, loophole. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't think I'm getting charged. I mean, I did it through Apple. And so you, Apple has it very easy. You can look at all your active subscriptions, see when they expired, renew them, whatever you want, all through you know your little uh, settings tab. It's not active. It expired a couple months ago. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I watched uh, Wrath of Man. I believe you had uh, watched it, I think, in theaters or a while ago. The, at least. That was the first movie I saw in theaters. Um, there you go. Coming back, yeah. And this is also sell- telling me it's on Prime Video as well. So... Uh, couple of way, ways to watch it. This is Guy Ritchie directing, and you got Holt McNally, Josh Hartnett coming back from uh, the grave, uh, Scott Eastwood, Jeffrey Donovan, Andy Garcia. You can't keep him out of your life. Uh, oh, yeah. He was like the FBI guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's fine. It's not my favorite Guy Ritchie movie. It doesn't have that kind of rich, fun, robust it's not, dialogue. It's not funny at all. It is the most like serious movie in and I think that's because it's not set in the UK, UK. Yeah. So I don't think he could do those kinds of jokes and, you know, I have a spot, a t- I'll put the kettle on, you know, how he loves to do that. And we, we dumb Americans, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do you do here? It's like, I want to have a Red Bull and then sit in traffic for four hours. Like, yeah. That's not funny. That sucks. They're not hiding anything with the title of the movie. So <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is literally what it's about. <laughs> um, it is fun, uh, especially when you don't know a whole lot about what's going on. And uh, the first couple of you know hits on the the cars, which also had me wondering, Andy, how often do you think these Brinks trucks get bumped off? I know. I was thinking about that. Like, <laughs> come on. Grand's Auto all the time in real life. N- well, never. maybe in L.A. because there's no laws there anymore. But I feel like the news would at least talk about it. I haven't seen Jake Joan Hall try to steal one of these yet, so <laughs> might happen soon yeah. though. He's taking an ambulance, but um 
but yeah, I mean, it's Jason Statham. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's just action. Um, it's fine. It, it's a couple hours long. It was, uh, it could have been better, but it was what it needed to be. I suppose I give it like a six and a half or so. I liked it more. I, you know what? Scott Eastwood is a total, um, like nepotism hire, but I thought he was good in this because he was, he's just worthless. I would have enjoyed though, a little better ending. It was so fast. Yeah. It, it reminded me of only God forgives the Ryan Gosling one. Oh, I never saw We're that. Just like what? Okay, that's the ending. All right. It was in like Japan or something. Like Thailand, yeah. Yeah. We're just like you're never gonna win. That's the that's the message here. Yep. So Wrath of Man, check it out if you desire. All right. Well, my my next one here. Go for it. Uh, so because I watched the Nicolas Cage movie a couple weeks ago, I felt like I, I owed it to myself to. You know, watch another project of his that was another recent one, uh, even though I was putting it off because I wasn't that interested. But it's like, you know, I should, I should do it. So I watched uh, Willie's Wonderland on Hulu. Oh, wow. Um, this is uh, came out last year. It's Nicolas Cage plays a stranger. He has no he has no name um, and no dialogue um, who has to cl- help clean uh, like an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese style place uh, to help fix his car. That's the setup of the movie. It's uh, there's a reason for it, but it's a little convenient, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and while he's there, the animatronics are actually like haunted and come to life and he has to kill them. Well, uh, so this uh, like premise, Toy Story. Yeah, this premise is like actually kind of a ripoff of a, uh, a computer game called Five Nights at Freddy's, where it's like the same concept of a haunted uh, Chuck E. Cheese, and you got to escape it. Um, I think Nick Cage only did this movie because he wanted to do a dialogueless role. He's like, "Wouldn't that be interesting?" And they're like, "You want to do our shitty movie? You're interested?" I'm like, "Yeah." He we doesn't talk su- at all. He doesn't talk at all. Not once. Um, not even like a grunt. Even, uh, and it's like doesn't there's nothing explained to it and that's, that's but that's still probably like the best part of the movie is that like well that was weird right like what was that about i don't know like we don't know was he a, was he a demon himself or something who knows i don't know weird um another interesting part of this movie so during the opening credits it says produced by grant kramer and i'm like is that grant kramer star of, of killer killer clowns son of cosmo <laughs> no is it Grant Kramer, the star of Killer Clowns? And I looked it up. It 100% is. Oh, wow. Um, he produced this movie. Uh, he has a very, very tiny role in it. Uh, it's like, all right, that's what you're doing, man. Like, I don't think I've seen him in anything else, but I'll always remember him uh, from Killer Clowns. So that's mm-hmm. what they're going for is that kind of vibe of a movie, of a you know horror premise that's really silly. Um, it has a whole subplot with like a group of teenagers that are the dumbest horror movie characters you could possibly think of. I'm like, are you trying to say something about dumb horror movie characters? Cause like I've seen it before. Um, I don't know. This movie is <laughs> movie is an hour and a half and that, uh, could have been 45 minutes. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm getting to that one. Yeah. I think that if you, there's a highlight of just him fighting animatronics, that'd probably be worth it. 
Um, but you have to watch the rest of the movie to get that. So it's like a crappy Terminator movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. I mean, what it, what it actually remind me of is the whole pr- premise of like the animatronics come to life is like uh, child's play, except instead of a doll, they're animatronics. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, and then you just fight. Um, but are they full size or like a foot and a half tall? No, no, no they're big. They're bigger okay. than humans. They're fucking scary, but stupid. Scary. All right. You ready for uh, my next one? Yep. I watched the first three episodes as they all came out the same day of The Staircase. Now, this follows the uh, novelist Michael Peterson and uh, his wife, who died. And this is like 2001 era. Uh, She fell down the stairs, allegedly, uh, a couple of times. And just everything kind of didn't add up as to how she died, the marks on her body and this and that. And uh, I watched a while ago the documentary that they made at the same time this was like happening. And that even works itself into this show. It's these two French producers that were following this case and got, you know, were able to come out here and film as it was, you know, before he even went to court. And so I already kind of knew the history just because of that. Granted, I watched it, you know, I don't know, a long time ago. And um, it's interesting. I mean, I'm doing my best to not look up anything just to refresh my memory. So it's kind of, you know, new going in. I don't remember what happened to him, if he ended up being found guilty or not. But it's weird. It's uh, it's good. It's uh, Colin Firth and Tony Collette. And then also uh, Michael uh, Stahlberg, who he played yeah. um, the Purdue Pharma... Richard Sackler from Dope Sick. He's a wonderful actor. You hate him oh, he, so he's much. He's an A-lister to me. He's yeah. In like, he's in everything, including one of my things on here. Oh, wow. So. You watched A Very Serious Man. That's a great uh, movie. You should watch yeah. it. That's the only movie he's the starring role in. Mm. They're like, this guy's too weird. He's a great character actor. Like, let's make him the star of this movie. But yeah, it, it's fun. There's only eight episodes. They come out on, I think it's Thursdays. So you can watch the fourth episode in a couple of days uh, or a day as you're hearing this on HBO. Yeah, no, I saw it got good reviews. I'm like, oh, there's like three things on HBO I haven't got to yet. So, What's your next one, Andy? Uh, the Insider uh, from Michael Mann, 1999. I've never seen this, even though I know it was a very highly acclaimed movie. Um. It's on Hulu. I was like, oh, it's in like the section of good movies or whatever. <laughs> like, these movies are actually well-reviewed, unlike Willy's Wonderland. They actually have the whole category spelled out. Uh, but no, The Insider stars uh, Al Pacino and Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe is a former tobacco executive uh, hmm. who was fired. And uh, Al Pacino is a producer for 60 Minutes who um, is looking for him to uh, tell his story. So. Um, you even got uh, Mike Wallace in the movie here, played by the great Christopher Plummer. Does a great job in this. Yeah, good um, cast. But yeah, just a really good uh, journalism movie, I guess. I mean, it's a, a thriller. Uh, you got what is the tobacco company? What lengths will they go to to try to um, silence him? And then all the legal like finagling and all that kind of stuff. It just uh, really good. I mean, it's 
it's Pacino doing good work uh, before he just became kind of like a complete parody of himself. Although I still enjoy that part of him. Um, but yeah, he's really good. And Russell Crowe before he was, this is right before Gladiator and he has gray hair and it's like, it's the oldest you'll ever see him. Like he looks like he's 60 and when he was really probably mid thirties. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really good, well done movie. Um, and very, I've never heard of it, but very interesting um, and I like that cast. Uh, very relevant, you know. I mean, this stuff is always relevant, but just the way uh, corporations and the media and the legal system all work together like this. We're just like, ah, oh, this, this is disgusting. But um, and then the funny part is like, hey, tobacco, big tobacco could have done all this shitty stuff, but eventually they were going to die anyways because cigarettes, the, the truth was always going to come out, you know. Um, yeah, because like I saw, like it's cigarettes are so far. Um, the usage just keeps dropping and dropping. Where it's like the young people today, like, won't even ever consider it cigarettes at all. So it's just a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Andy, you ready for my next one? Yeah, I've been excited for this one. Uh, also on Paramount Plus, which I somehow have a subscription to, The Offer. Mm. following the uh, story of the making of the movie, the Godfather. This uh, is wonderful. It's very fun. It's, it's entertaining. It's informative. Um, Dan Fogler. You might not know the name, but if you've seen balls of fury and I know you have, you know what I'm talking about. He's the main character. He plays Francis Ford Coppola. Can I tell you, I've never seen balls of fury, but I think I know everything about it. I never watched it. It looked it looked dumb. I know Christopher it Walken is, dumb, is, is, but it's fun. It's yeah. a stupid ping pong movie. But I, I guess I should put it this way: it's fun when you're 17 years old when it came out. I don't know if it's fun anymore. It's probably really stupid. Um, but that's the only other movie other than that and Fanboys. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's in those Harry Potter movies. Those ones that are all, they're doing now. Uh, um, yeah, he's in, he's in things. But this has Giovanni Ribisi, Miles Teller. It's very entertaining and uh, you definitely learn. I didn't know, you know, the process of making these masterpiece movies. Um, it's great. It's, I don't know. I, I was making the point. I hate and love this all at the same time. I hate because it's such a built in audience. Everyone likes the Godfather for the most part. I've never really met anyone who said they hated the movie. I know plenty of people who've never seen it. But uh, I don't know if anyone hates it. Um, so it has that built-in audience, but it's also really good versus just being a new thing and being really good. Um, I don't know. But this also comes out on uh, Thursdays. So there's 10 episodes here, and uh, four of them are already out. And uh, I'm entirely caught up now. And it's exceptional. It has the actual mafia in it. It has all of the, you know, Mario Puzo in it. Uh, James Conn. Pa- so they haven't come in yet. Al Pacino has been in it as well as um, Marlon Brando and Frank Sinatra a lot. Uh, Brando, pretty, pretty great. The voice especially. Al Pacino, holy crap. It's wonderful. The voice is so on. He looks just like him, I think. Uh, also has Lou Ferrigno, Andy. Okay. As, as the whole no, okay. no yeah. I'm kidding as uh, he's one of the henchmen for the for the actual mafia in here um, 
it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I want to watch it and just don't have Paramount. I also well, need to I don't finish. either, Andy. I'm still watching <laughs> it. I need to finish out. Uh, I bought the uh, the box set, the special edition um, set of Godfather movies. So I'm going to rewatch them once we finish this. Um, also waiting. So, yeah, it does have Robert Duvall uh, character, James Caan character. And uh, here's a funny thing, too. The head of the studio at Paramount wanted, as they keep calling him, Jimmy Caan. Mm-hmm. to play Al Pacino's character. Yeah. Yeah, and he threw down their throat to have him in there uh, as the other brother. And it's like, huh, I didn't know that. And he, I thought was exceptional in that role. Uh, so pretty neat. They also didn't want Marlon Brando because he'd had four movies bomb right before this. And the only reason Brando wanted to do it because it would piss off uh, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and he's impossible to work with and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. So I don't know. I'm assuming all of these things are are somewhat true, um, even if they're not. Yeah. They're fun. I'm well, enjoying. I know. The I know the, the guy who's like the main character is also producing the show. So, Already, yeah. So he's probably yeah. He's still alive. So that's he's gonna embellish stuff that makes him look good, probably. But uh, but I'm sure it's there's it, there's more truth to it than I'd say the Lakers show. Yeah, probably so. right. No one sued yet. You haven't had Al Pacino sue yet. So, yeah. Well, it doesn't. I mean, Al Pacino it just seems like a really nice guy in this so far. I think he is. Yeah. So yeah, nothing bad about any of them. I mean, maybe uh, Joe Colombo, who Giovanni Ribizo Ribisi plays, maybe he wouldn't like it. But I doubt that, that guy's still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the secret. Do old things. Yeah. All right, uh, what's your last thing, Andy? Uh, the last thing is, uh, of course, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse oh of Madness. This movie did $600 billion somehow. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you ever saw the, the picture of like um, the showtimes at the movie theaters on Thursday when this movie came mm, out. No. Uh, basically, they didn't play any other movies. Really? So, uh, the, rest of, the rest of the weekend, they brought other movies back but they basically had like only showing some <laughs> why is this such a big deal it's marvel i think people really love the idea of the multiverse and that how that could connect to other things um yeah it's strange because i don't think that and uh, it is strange it is a movie called dr strange but the first movie i don't think was one of the bigger hits of marvel uh, but i think the character people like more in the like Avengers movies that he's been in and he was in the Spider-Man movie. So I think that was such a huge hit that people like totally ready to uh, watch him again. Hmm. Um, And it's just this crazy premise of what could go, anything could happen in that multiverse, right? Anything could happen. Um, And I would say that's not hundred percent true. My biggest problem with the movie is they don't actually explore the multiverse very much. Um, I'd say 80% of the movie takes place or maybe 90% of the movie takes place in only two different universes. Uh, so you don't get to see all the kind of crazy shit going the green on. Green Goblin back in this? No. So uh, they're not bringing. There are some surprises uh, here bringing back old characters. Um, if you watch the trailer, you, there's one that's uh, pretty obvious. You can hear his voice. Very, dis- very distinct. I wouldn't voice. know and I, I would I wouldn't catch it. I think you'd actually know the voice if you heard it. You'd be like, oh, Who's yeah. the voice. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Everyone at home, spoilers. I could I could tell you uh, in two minutes when I'm done talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, but I I think this movie is a whole lot of fun. 
but probably not that good. Like if you think about the story of what it's trying to do and the character arcs and stuff, but it just gets going and just has fun. Uh, so this is Sam Raimi's return to filmmaking. Hasn't made a movie since the Oz movie 10 years ago. Uh, and he, he only was making this movie really to fill in after the original director quit. And um, I'd like to know what his original vision for this was because uh, it was supposed to be more of a horror movie. And in a lot of the reviews, it's saying, oh, there's a lot of horror to this, but it's not. There's scary things, but it's not a scary movie. And because it's not a scary movie, those things aren't scary to me. So there's zombies and demons and monsters and all kinds of stuff like this. But it's like, well, no, this is an adventure movie. So that's not that scary. Um, but, you know, I'm 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 in my 30s, so I'm just not afraid of movies anymore. So that's probably a difference. Um, no, but in all seriously, if you, seriousness, if you took like a nine-year-old to see this, I think this could be... Um, not great for them. There, there are some weird, weird images here in this movie. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good summer movie. A lot of bright colors, moves fast, gets right into the story. Um, and if you look at the credits, it's got it's with Michael Stuhlbarg. <laughs> and that had to be a contract I negotiation. I saw that. Because so he was in the first movie. He plays like a rival doctor, like actual medical doctor to Doctor Strange. Um, and in this movie, like, what? Why would he? His his part of the story is over, but it must have been some sort of contract of, well, if you're if there's a sequel, and you're in it, you at least get the, and whatever you know, or with you know, they build those into contracts. Um, but he is literally in two minutes. Um, it is an important two minutes. Uh, good, good little scene, and actually a good scene of character building. Uh, but again, two minutes. Uh, they're they're uh, bigger stars that were in this for more than two minutes that are definitely not in the credits. So um, I thought it was interesting, but um, good for him. I like him. I hope he got paid like a million dollars for one day of work. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's fun. I won't and I, see this. I think even if you never saw, if you're not caught up to date on the Marvel movies, you'd be like, still have fun with it because it's fun. But well, maybe one day on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, sure. Maybe it'll be too scary for Disney Plus, though. You never know. They have adventures and babysitting in there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Okay, it's, right. it's a knife through his shoe. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Doctor Strange. Happy I All saw right. it. All right, well, I think that'll conclude episode 270 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Multiverse Andy. Yes, thank you. See you later.